What's up, what's up? This is your host with the most, so have a toast. Lita Johnson, we are on the Five Leader Sports Podcast, Villanova Radio. Villanova Radio, we include a lot of things. This is the first segment here, we do Villanova Radio. A lot of things that went down, a lot of commits, players. Um, Two locks I had, and eventually, you know, you hear things, but I never broadcast this on Twitter about Khalid, but I mean, Hmm. Well, Khalid, Georgetown was definitely making them more of a push than Villanova was. They were in more contact. They were in more with him. Um, even when he was visiting Michigan, Villanova had the lead. They were doing it more. But see, Villanova was just sticking to the same script they always stepped up. You know, Jay Wright would always have one guy that he was after, but he always had other people around, you know. And then if Jay Wright sees or the Villanova staff, if they see one guy um, start to get a pickup from another school, then they go and start recruiting about two or three more, the same as they recruit the top guy they want. So Khalid Williams, as much as Khalid Williams was, uh, you know, he, he made the quick visits to Nova, official visits, it was all there. But when they started to see other schools, when they started to see Georgetown making a clamp, then you start attaching the other other prospects just as much as you do Khalid. And the crazy part about that, it's not one prospect. See, Sir Muhammad, Marcus Allen, B.J. Edgecombe, they were all getting the same recruiting, and Boogie Flan, all of them were getting the same thing as Khalid Williams. Because when you start seeing one guy get, you know, start getting another school on him, then you're like, I got to start putting action on another guy so I won't spend all my time on one prospect and then miss out on Edgecombe, Muhammad, Flan, Allen, you know, those other guy, Matthew Hodge now is starting to get a lot of, I mean, you're Malcolm Thomas. Like once you start seeing that another school is starting to, you know, put the same priority on them, then you start seeing the prospect looking at both of y'all the same and the same way you start looking at somebody else and then that, or, you know, in, curse, in terms of Nova, any other school, especially Nova's way of doing it, especially if you have a prospect, you know, that you're looking at. So, you know, some schools will stay right on one prospect and put so much time on one prospect and then have other prospects out there that, that they have as options, but they're not putting any, you know, heavy interest into them right now. And in that turn, you're losing that race with those prospects because other schools are now looking at those prospects. So you're putting all your look on one prospect. Nova doesn't do that. Nova does not do that. So in the turn, Khalid Williams shows Georgetown. And then at that turn, you know, if anybody, well, me looking at the recruiting, Sir Muhammad was getting just as much Nova like look as Khalid Williams, even more. VJ Edgecombe, they really like him. Marcus Allen, they really like Marcus Allen. So these guys are all getting looked at because they're like, hey, we need to start putting some look on these guys along with Kalib. Just in case we lose Kalib, <laughs> at least we got an up on these guys too along with other schools. And that's what happened. So now it's three other guys. You know, before Villanova got to the recruiting last year, <clears throat> it was Aiden High and um, El Marco. I mean, Deshaun and all that, but they didn't have a lot of people to look at. They only they they put a lot of their go hard into those guys, and you know Neptune came late. You know, even though he went at Zayden High, 
Jay Wright going away from Villanova took a lot of momentum away from Villanova. And, he, you know, Neptune had to get to know a lot of these guys, you know, and had to get his foot in the door, you know. And at the same time, the momentum of Jay Wright was, like, hard to to grasp because anytime you thought of Villanova, people thought of Jay Wright. Now you got to think of Neptune. And Neptune has connections with people in other schools and other programs and, you know, people, you know, Coach Anderson's did a great job. Nardi's did a great job. Now Ashley Howard's on board, you know. So now the relationship of what Villanova's building, you know, you still have assistant coaches. People don't understand that. Jay Wright, even though Jay Wright's a, you know, this and that and the man, but assistant coaches build a lot of relationships. And they've had Nardi Anderson for a long time, and that's what keep, kept their floor balanced in the recruiting. They had them for a long time. So they still had people balanced, even though Jay Wright was a good selling point. He was their coach. They still had a good balance. Very, very, very good balance. So then you got to get someone else. Now here comes Neptune. Neptune plays last season, and Villanova's brand is still Villanova's brand. Still a good school. Still a big-time school. You know, now, and, and everybody's right about, yeah, he has to win, but that doesn't mean Villanova's brand is gone. All those years of Villanova being Villanova, boom. Christian Bliss, same thing. Christian Bliss was more of a, now that guy, now that was more of a, even over Khalid Williams, that was more of a boom. But then you started seeing toward the last couple of weeks, like Virginia picking up. That's because also with Christian Bliss, Villanova, was looking at so many other guys, looking at Biggs in 2020, looking at, you're looking at Bliss now, and the same thing with Boogie Flynn, VJ Edgecombe, Marcus Allen, all these guys are getting Villanova looks, and now Jaleel Bathia. Jaleel Bathia has went up in the rankings. And, you know, as much as Villanova also had him on the table, Villanova kind of latched off him too. Now he's went up in the rankings and you start seeing Kentucky and Duke and all these guys. Now here comes Villanova even more. Like Villanova is in a is in a mix of so many different recruits. And all they're trying to do is keep their options open in case they miss out on recruits. When they start seeing now Bethia's recruiting is starting to pick up. Now here comes Villanova. Villanova's making their push toward talking to Bethia. This will be something if they can get him. Where are they at with him? There's a lot of schools, you know on board with, I think it's about good three schools on board with Bethia right now. Villanova's coming back into the mix. Let's just see where they're at right now. They're up there with about four schools with Bethia. But they're, they're in there. He, he loves Villanova. Villanova is Archbishop Wood. It's Villanova. So we're going to see how that goes. I, but Sir Muhammad looks like a stay right now. You know, even though we do Khalid Williams, but Sir Muhammad has been loving um, Marcus Allen. VJ Edgecombe. Now, see, when they were going after Khalid Williams, man, it was so much around. You heard more about Edgecombe, Muhammad, and Allen than you was hearing about Villanova and Williams. Then, then at first, it was Bliss with Villanova. Then here comes Virginia. Virginia came late and came in there, but that was all while the contact period here. Villanova still then Matthew Hodge. Like, Villanova was still talking to other uh, prospects. They realized what was going on with Bliss and Virginia. Villanova just going around. Villanova's not clasping to one, and Villanova's had that lock, of course, like they had on people. 
but they had a lock on Bliss and Williams. But Villanova was recruiting other prospects too, and other schools just crept up and got them. Now, do, do you want to ask me <laughs> if Jay Wright was the coach, would they would have had Williams and Bliss? Are you asking me that right now? The way Villanova is going, uh, it's a little hard fetch to say. But would I lean toward yes? Yeah, I would lean toward yes because it was Jay Wright. The Jay Wright factor is a totally hard, totally a big factor. I mean, people talk about Jay Wright. They talk, to, they talk about how he plays and what type of player he is. I mean, when Jay Wright lost all those guys to the NBA, Brunson and, and Dante DiVincenzo, all those guys that lost the NBA, they still was able to come back in a, in a hard year with the Sadiq Bay and the, um, Brandon Slater and the Cole Swatter year. That was a hard year, and they, and they were able to make it happen. And you got the, 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 the Jeremiah Robinson Earl, and they were able to to, to bring young guys along. It, what y'all don't understand is that Neptune's going to get there. He's a good coach. He's going to get there. It's just he came into a big cluster when Jay Wright just retired out of nowhere on the university, like just left out, walked out. It's almost like right after the game, he just decided to say, okay, this is over with. I don't want no goodbye, Jay Wright. I don't want none of that. And then Neptune, after being at one program, comes right over to another, not even prepared or didn't prepare. If he knew, didn't prepare the masses, didn't prepare the university. That's the presence of that. You know, that's the presence of, you know, the, like Ashley Howard. There was already rumors of Ashley Howard going to join Villanova. It was already rumors. So everybody was prepared for that. Ashley was doing work, doing work for Villanova. Outside of him, he was doing work. Everybody was already prepared. It was already a gear up. But then, boom, coach, people. And it's not even the same as it would be a full coach because now the players, the the recruits, nobody was ready for Jay Wright to lead. That was the biggest boom you can put on a program. The biggest boom. It was almost like him being fired. (laughs) He just walked out like, you know, when somebody gets fired, it makes recruits leave and people roll out and nobody's ready. So distinctive. And we're going more and more toward what this program is about. Jay Wright being gone, being out, changed the program. Now, Christian Bliss and Khalid Williams, the two locks. The one thing I knew about Khalid Williams, I saw the traction. I saw what could happen. Never broadcast it, like I said. Never never said nothing. And not too shook on it. But then at the same time, I did know that the recruitment and the pursuit that Villanova was having was equal to others. It wasn't just like they were going as hard as Georgetown on Khalid. And Georgetown would go super hard. Look at their record last year. Look at the type of team they've been the last couple of years. I mean, they have really came good with Thomas Sorbo. They really came good with Khalid Williams. They did good. They've been going hard at these recruits, getting, you know, that they lost a lot of transfers. They're not going to do what Villanova's doing. 
They're not going to do that. They're not going to recruit like that. And Villanova just feels like, okay, if this guy's doing this, we're not going to compete with it. We're going to go over here. That's how it goes. The same thing happened in 2017 when they were Trevon Duvall and Kevin Knox and Jordan Tucker, Amir Wright. I mean, so many different recruits. Colin Sexton. So many different recruits that Villanova was talking to. Quade Green. So many different ones. They always kept, and then the thing happened, the surprise with Lonnie Tucker, Lonnie Walker. Out of here. Miami just got him. And then Philanova had somebody. Like always, kind of like the Jordan Dumont role, Colin Gillespie. But that time they got Jim Rain Samuels. They got Dominic Cosby Roundtree. There were other guys they wanted besides those guys. Dominic was a was a big covet. He was a big covet. He he was from the start. He was a big top priority target. Then there were other guys they were pushing for. Like I said, Kevin Knox was one. Got Sam was just that you know Wright did a lot of of soul searching before he got to that point. There were guys he always missed out on. He had a big-time recruiting class one time with McDonald's All-Americans because Villanova still had the juice, even after Lapis. They still had the juice. Kerry Kittles, Alvin Williams, Jason Lawson, they had the Tim Thomas. They had the juice. Villanova always has the juice. So that's the big point here to go off of that. Now, why, like I said, Khalid Williams, if nobody got that, Khalid Williams, Christian Bliss, the reason why they didn't get them, they didn't recruit them as hard as Georgetown and Virginia did. It ended up weighing out. You looked at it, and then, boom, they built bigger relationships toward the end. So now Villanova's on Jalil Bathia. They're on him hard now. They're, they're going after Bathia. Muhammad is the guy that they've been locking up. That's been the guy, you know, next to the Khalid Williams. Who's the guy you think? You want to know about is Sir Muhammad. Everybody's been seeing this. You're not been a Brandon, <clears throat> a Billy Richmond is another guy that had been going hard after. Along with Khalid Williams, he was also on that streak with Billy Richmond, Marcus Allen, um, Sir Muhammad, and Boogie Flan. All was getting recruited just as much as Khalid Williams and Christian Bliss. So it ended up being a loss at the end. You look at Christian Bliss's ranking. You look at where he's at, you look at Khalid Williams, and you look at the other guys I'm talking about, Billy Richmond, Boogie Flynn, they're higher rated guys. Marcus Allen, they're all in there rated. You know, Bliss is the lowest rated out of all those recruited. As much as Bliss said Villanova was a dream school, Virginia made that their third, their bigger push. So did Georgetown with Khalid Williams. Villanova decided to go after the higher, you look at the higher ranked guys. They just started to look at Sir Muhammad because at one time they weren't, recruiting Sir Muhammad as hard as recruiting Khalid Williams. And they started going so hard at Sir Muhammad. Billy Richmond, they have really been making a go at him, and Richmond's been going up. So it's going to be Billy Richmond and Bethia are going to be the hard ones. Boogie Flan, Boogie Flan's getting a lot more from uh, Indiana. He looks like an Indiana lean to me. But we'll see where Nova's at. Are they going to keep on going after him? Now the ones, the two that to me that are there, um, Curtis Givens the third and Sir Muhammad look like the ones that are Villanova. Right now, those are the two replacing Christian Bliss and uh, Khalid Williams. Those are the guys that, that have been sitting pretty good. There's been schools all after both of them, Sir Muhammad and me, but and Curtis Givens the third. But those are the ones that look like Villanova has those guys. Um, those they took the place. 
think about it. I mean, if people really paying attention, you won't get the inside that I got. But Curtis Givens a third, uh, recruited by he's been recruited by Ashley Howard. Um, boom, you know how Ashley Howard is if you know the history on Ashley Howard. And you know it's been other schools after them. And you know Nova made his list, and they stay, they're still there. And all of a sudden, he's getting more traction than Bliss, or just as much in between as Bliss. And then you're looking at where Nova is in his ranking. And on that point, Virginia is on Bliss, but Curtis Givens the third is getting just as much or even more than Bliss. Well, I put it like this: Virginia is giving Bliss more. Then Nova's giving bliss, and Nova's on Curtis to give us a third. That's how that went down. Then you're looking at Khalid Williams and Masir Muhammad. The same thing went with that. I mean, Georgetown made a bigger push, and then, you know, Nova was showing up on Masir Muhammad so much and very heavy. And these are two higher rated recruits. So Villanova made their choice. This is something that, that no fan base is going to really know. I know, you know, this goes down and then I might hear things I don't even post. It has to be a certain moment where I'm sitting there and I don't have all these articles. There's so much I do if anybody knows. And I don't post everything, but uh, I definitely, did I see that coming? Yeah, I saw that coming. But I still thought, well, you know, Khalid Williams, but I never post nothing. I said, well, Khalid Williams could still go to Nova, but man, Georgetown's right there. They could take him. I mean, that's never, uh, you know, if I... I should have posted it. No, I don't know. I might not always post it. <laughs> like it's just, it just has to be a moment. During the Christian Bliss, it was a moment it, that was hot for a minute. So I put what I knew when I saw it hot through the timeline. All of a sudden, I started to post Christian Bliss. I started making my calls, started talking, you know, um, circles, people, and it seemed like Virginia was right there. But Nova was real close. Virginia and Villanova. That's what it was. Just like it was Georgetown and Villanova. It's just that they chose to go another direction that took their momentum off of Bliss and took it off Williams. Hunter Dickinson, that was a, now that was a, I think that was a, I knew that Kansas was right. If, if it wasn't going to be Nova, it was going to be Kansas. I was talking to another writer. It's going to be Kansas if it's not Nova, but I see it being Nova. I saw it being Nova. It wasn't Nova. Lost that one. But these two here, I was more sure about Dickinson and then these two, like, I mean, I'm talking about, like, I, I, I consider Nova a lean for Dickinson. But when it came to Williams and Bliss, I, I, I picked the Nova lean. The momentum was around. The momentum was, but it wasn't bigger than Georgetown and Virginia. That's for sure. With Dickinson, the, 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 it was big for uh, Villanova. The momentum was big. People were expecting. There's a lot of people, I, I, I can say names, but I won't, that expected in the Nova circle, that expected Dickinson to commit. So that's how that went. Now to go to the the further round of everything, like Billy Richmond, he's he's a guy. Uh, just take Sir Muhammad and give him third away. And right now it's Jaleel Bathia, Billy Richmond. Um, let's see if Marcus Allen makes his visit. He he's always a guy there after. Boogie Flan's another one. Um, but the 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 ones you have to look at. I just named these names, but the ones you got to look at is Malcolm Thomas and Matthew Hodge right now. We'll just see how this goes. Matthew Hodge is a rising prospect. Malcolm Thomas is one. Malcolm Thomas is 6'8". He's a three-star center, uh, but he'll play power forward. Great two-way player like his pop, Ethan Thomas. Uh, his father, Ethan Thomas, played for Syracuse. Defensive player, Big East defensive player of the year. Good team. Um 
and Matthew Hodge. Let's just see how this goes down with Matthew Hodge. Uh, you know, and um, Matthew Hodge and uh, Malcolm Thomas. That's just, just something to look at right now. Uh, that could be. This could be like this. It seems Sir Muhammad and Curtis giving the third committing, and Malcolm Thomas and um, Matthew Hodge could be that. This is it's a different look. VJ Edgecombe, can they make these moves to get guys? New York player, the best player in New York, VJ Edgecombe. Can they? That's a guy we have to, out of all names, I say watch out. It's a couple of them. But the one to watch out for that Villanova could snag is VJ Edgecombe. Let's just see how this goes. They're doing a good job. He likes Nova. He's, he keeps climbing up. We'll see. Billy, Billy Richmond, a lot are beginning to look at Billy Richmond. A lot are beginning to look at him. Him and Bethia are going across every name in the country. Um, rising up. Billy Richmond's rise kind of reminds me um, a little bit of Cam Thomas. Man, this dude is good. So, um, Villanova offered a 2027. Got Manure Greg, uh, Amatep. I'm straight out of Philadelphia. See, Villanova doing it. See, this is the same type of movement they always did with Jay Wright, get offering people early. They did that with Trey Patterson. They did that with Scotty Lewis and uh, Brian Anton. They did that with Jalen Green. Offering super early, 15, 16, 15. I mean, this. You know, so that's a guy. He's a um, small forward, super athletic, super explosive, really did good in the Philly Live, 6'6". Six, six. You know, of course, he has to get weight on him. He's skinny, man, 120. Um, but the man is he's super talented. And Phil Nova is the, the first school on him to try to get him as a Villanova prospect. They, they gave him an offer very early. So he's a super priority target, period. When you offer somebody that early, you're in on them. So, um, same thing. Look, Jalen Green. They offer Jalen Green super early. They get to Jalen Green. I remember talking to the to, to the assistant coaches. Um, those guys, are Halkovich, and and but but the thing about Green was it was too many teams. Memphis, Kentucky, Duke, and then he started to become. Once you got to that superstar status, man. You know, Jay Wright was scared of that. He would back up and be like, oh, I don't want to because I spend my whole time on this guy, so much energy, and there'll be other guys that pass me by. So Jay Wright would go, you know, still recruiting players, and then he went really, he went far away from Jalen Green. Like, it, it just got too, too much lights, camera, action, too many schools. Everybody was coming hard, and, you know, he, he just went to another person to where he can get someone else. And that was a hard year for him. It's a very hard year for Nova. As you know, Nova kind of stirred the way, and they didn't get one of a crew. They, they went away from that. They didn't get what they wanted, so they kind of like said, forget this year. Forget that year. That was a hard year. They skipped their whole year in 2020. They ain't get the only person that was a uh, 2020 recruit was Trey Patterson because he reclassified. So... That was the only person part of that. That was a real hard year. But, you know, nobody even looked at that because Nova was winning and Jay Wright was there and everything can go great. But it was it was criticism around Jay Wright around that time. But 
I mean, just just around not around that time, but around years when they didn't win the championship, man, they was really dogging Jay Wright. I mean, but when, after he won the twenty sixteen, then he did twenty eighteen. He couldn't do no wrong. Jay Wright couldn't do no wrong. It was over with. He was he was dipped in stone, dipped in gold. After he won two and three years, oh man, he could have had two straight bad years, and they wouldn't have thought nothing about it. Okay, so you know, it's it's people had to realize what's going on. Are they going to get some this year? Yes, they got too many people to. They're going to get a nice, good three to four off, three or four commits, man. And they're going to go, you know, one thing is the pressure of recruiting is not as big as people think it is anymore. Um, if you get, they get two two recruits, they're going to go deep into the transfer portal. <laughs> it's, the crazy part is, you know, what makes, you know, you look at Kentucky, you look at all the schools, they're not going, they're not looking at, okay, if I don't get this guy, it's not end-all, be-all. It's another guy I've been contacting, and, you know, they're recruiting people as we speak. People don't know that, that you know, there's people at other schools already thinking about going to other schools next year. They're, they're coming to a school, they're going to do their thing, and they're like, look, I'm going to this school. I'm just in transfer portal. So you do have to look at now three to four, yeah, three to four. If you're looking at where they are right now, we'll see where it's at. But they'll definitely get three for sure. Looking at it now, just looking at the decision at the end, what they'll think. They won't feel like it's pressure to get four or five or whatever recruits. They'll think toward the end, okay, we got these two, we got these three, we good. Come on, let's bring in some transfers because that's going to help you win. It's it's so different now. It's different. So, um. Nova, people have to kind of calm down, man. Nova, yes, there was a lot of hype. My predictions, I was standing on them. It was, but as far as uh, Bliss was the surprise, I heard about Virginia and all that, but to see how strong it was and saw how, how fast it was flowing, that he all of a sudden announced his c- decision time. You know, and I'm, I, I caught it right after the, the hype, and so I asked. You know, and then there was, of course, I heard about Kalib and Georgetown. Georgetown was it's making a push like Merlin did. A lot of the people that's in Merlin, like it did with Deshaun Harris-Smith and Lamont and, you know, uh, Kaiser. Same thing, Georgetown trying to make a uh, good, they're making a good move. Uh, uh, they got Sorbo out of Philly. They got uh, Kalib Williams. Like, they're, they're, they're making, it's a push and it's a hype that Georgetown is trying to build off of. They got some good people. Let's see what happens. Now, do I think they'll be one of the top Big East teams next year? No. And Bliss and Virginia is always going to be competitive. Um, it's just a good program. But Georgetown's going to need – and then I saw Hilltop. Oh, my God. You're not supposed to ro- ro- roll. If you're talking to the fans, you're talking to the fans. But I used to make money off Hilltop, man. Shout out to Michael Bowling. Um my guy, y'all know who it is, B-O-H-L-I-N. That's my guy. I used to run the, the Georgetown, the Hoyas 247 before they even turned to the, the Hilltop. And I used to make money off them. You know, I used to make money through them on 247, but, you know, they couldn't pay me enough. They they money wasn't it was like, man, we can't pay you because we, you know, we ain't got enough money. You Because I was, you know me, I'm bringing all types of work in. So, like, for Hilltop hoops to sit there and after Khalid Williams commits, he, I saw that. I'm like, it's crazy because I don't be recognized. There'd be so much stuff on my notifications, and I go down and I see Hilltop. I said, Hilltop Hoops? Is this is this a burner account? So I click on. I said, this is really the Hilltop. So, oh my god! I said, man, you're looking broke. You're not supposed to commit. <laughs> you're not supposed to commit with the followers. I didn't even know. I, I, after that, I didn't even look for 
another like like answer I wouldn't answer if it was like that's crazy man but yeah it is what it is I mean they he, he picked Georgetown good 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 role you know it was um pick it was a close one everybody I mean Caleb Williams was locked on and then Georgetown got him Virginia same thing you know Bliss said Nova was a dream school really went at Nova then Nova didn't show the same I'm telling you Nova didn't show the same thing and all the rumors about Cam Whitmore and what did Cam Whitmore say that. That's it. That's it. Vice camera action is over. That's it. For people to go and you saying you heard a source said that Kyle Neptune said that. Get out of here, man. What's the source name? So Neptune could confront him himself. Because if Neptune really, for a statement like that to be said, that means Neptune would confirm it. That is a bold statement. He's saying something on the prospect coming from his school that he's that this would this would look bad on him. What? How could y'all even believe that? Like, uh, yeah, I did my home. No, it didn't happen. Never happened. Like, that's unbelievable. Because after I saw it, I went ahead and did it. No, it definitely. Come on, man. Come on. That's unbelievable. And then they're saying a source names got to come out. Like that's a bit, that has to be, um, coach Hazelman coach most, I'm just going to lose certain name. Coach Johnson told coach Johnson, coach Johnson told coach Anderson that Kyle Neptune said, how y'all just going to say Kyle Neptune said this to somebody who name not explained. And another guy's name was not explained. It makes no sense. That's so stupid. That's so stupid. We want to make drama because Villanova was praised at the uh, at the during the playoffs. All their so now you want to put. I'm telling you that that was a. But what happened with Cam Whitmore? Um, you know, I I think that's another Jalen Carter situation. I mean that, you know, when you know a situation comes and because the the Rockets liked him at four. So whatever happened, something happened under works to make him fall that far. They liked Cam Whitmore. That was too perfect for them. That was too perfect for them to get Cam. And they, they everybody was thinking four or five for Cam Whitmore. That was too perfect for them. So that this is gonna be blessed with that. They got Dylan Brooks. They got Fred Van Fleet. That is a nice looking team, man. You you get Fred Fred Van Fleet on that team, and he plays the point guard with Jalen Green. That's gonna be one of the most dynamic point guard duos in the league. Then you got Dylan Brooks who can play small forward. And it's crazy because it's Jabari Smith. So that means Cam Whitmore can come off. He's going to come off the bench unless Cam stuff, but Cam will come off the bench. Josh Christopher is traded just, well, Cam Whitmore got that spot now because they got Eamon Thompson and they got Kevin Porter Jr. So he's not going to get the guard time. So they had to trade Josh. They had, they had no choice because Cam's taking their time. That's going to be a good looking team, man. If they somehow look in, look in the bag of tricks and get, because the sin gun is good, but maybe they get a veteran center, man. It's, it's just really, that's, that's a, with a good coach, that's a team to look out for now with Van Fleet and Dylan Brooks, two guys who have both been in the playoffs. One has a ring. Like, that's, that's a good team. With Jalen Green and Jabari Smith, we're not talking about your average uh, young players. These guys were top three picks, man. 
This is big. If they get a center, if they get a, if they get a veteran center, that is a team you need to be scared of. Scared of. Like, seriously, that is a team. Watch out. Houston Rockets going to be competitive. Um, Mark Armstrong, and oh, my God, Team USA, man. He just, him and Jordan Dumont, man. Look at that. Everybody talk all this mess. And Villanova knows how to recruit. <laughs> Jordan Dumont made his noise. Made his noise. Constantly looked good out there, shooting a three-point shot, able to pass, posting up. Ball, I mean, come on, man. This guy's good. Then you look at Mark Armstrong. Everybody's talking about, oh, who's going to start? Who should start? Team USA twice. What else do we got to say? This man's won the international competition and done it twice. I don't want to hear nothing about nobody else. It should be Mark Armstrong and Justin Moore. Am I the coach? No. Do I know who's really going to start? No, I don't know that. I haven't asked that. They won't give those type of answers. <laughs> I haven't asked that lately, but they won't get those type of answers. They'll, they'll tell you who's going to play. they tell you that who they like and who is going to play. Trey Patterson is going to get play. Uh, they like Njoku. Um, very high on him. Just just watch out. Okay. Um. Like I said about, I'm going to go out with the start lineup again. Mark Armstrong, Justin Moore, all right? Your backups, look at Chris Archer Diacono. Um, you look at Brandon Housen, okay? Right there at the guard position. Okay, you look at um, Joel Longino. Um, you look at um, TJ Bamba, okay? Right there. T.J. Bomb, Hakeem Hart, backing up the three and the four. Then also with the guards, Jordan Longino and Housen are really the two guards that are going to get the time. But see, Jordan Longino is also going to get some three time. They can rotate those guys all over the court from one to four. Hakeem Hart, uh, T.J. Bomber, they can rotate those guys, man, from one to four. So you got Hakeem Hart, you got TJ Bomber backing up. Tyler Burton, Eric Dixon, Lance Ware. You get your defensive center in the middle. And Joe will come back up to center. You got Patterson and Hakeem Hart with that time right there between the three and the four. Then you also got TJ Bomber right there at the three. He can also go to the two. Longino backing up to two. Housing, Archdiacono, Longino, all there for the guard. That's how it will go. Now, what people are talking about with TJ Bomba, Justin Moore, Hakeem Hart at the four, Eric Dixon. And then you're talking about Tyler Burton. Now that's a good lineup as a as a as a lineup. Not a starting lineup. Not your best defensive lineup. So that means your backups will be Longino, uh Housing at the two, Archie Giacono at the one, uh, with Mark Armstrong. Mark Armstrong and Housing would be your backups. 
with Archie Diakono being the other guy, again, their third guard. Then you got Longino. Then you got Patterson. Then you got Lance Ware, which makes Nanjoku be the third center. Makes no sense. When you can have a difficult, difficult team bringing Hakeem Hart, TJ Bamba off the bench. You still got Lions, Eno, and Housing off the bench as guards, scoring guards that can score. Um, you got Armstrong as your point guard. Your backup ball handler could be anybody from Housing to Longino to Archie Diakono. This is a ball handler. But then off the bench, you have a ball handler, Hakeem Hart. Your bench would be crazy. You're talking about Hakeem Hart and Bamba with Longino and Housing. Crazy bench. Then you got Ninjoku. Then you got Patterson. Patterson's going to get a lot of time. People think, oh, what, what, what Hart you're talking about? Yes, he's going to get time. It's going to be times Hart plays a three with Patterson, too. Bamba has another year, if people don't realize that, he has another year to come back and play for Villanova. He has one more year he can come right back and play for Villanova next year. People just realize that one. He has one more year to come back and play for Nova. That's something to consider right there. One more year, will he come back and play? So, like I said, that is the great lineup right there about to go out on this. Armstrong, Moore. Burton, Dixon at power forward where he can be overpowered and finally play his natural position. Lance Ware, him at the five, that's the position. Everybody knows he's a great defender, better defender than anybody on the team. Um, Super high energy in the post. He's going to be a good player for Villanova. Very good player for Villanova. And then off the bench, you'll have Njoku. You'll have Hakeem Hart and Bamba at the three and the four with Patterson. Then you're going to have Longino and Hauser with Archidiagono. That team alone is going to be hard to defend. They have a lot of pieces on this team. Everybody talking about Creighton. Villanova has a lot of pieces on this team that can play. All of them have playoff experience. Longino has playoff experience. Hart, very competitive last year. Bomber, these guys are experienced at playing at a high level. Then you got Njoku with his athleticism backing up Lance Ware. Then you can put Patterson in at, at 6'8, 6'9. When you move Hart over, it's, you can have some lineups where it's Hart and Patterson in there. Then you got lineups where you can put Bob at the guard, you know, with uh, Longino, or you could put with Housing, you know. The thing that Hart does is that he's able to be a ball handler, so you can put any type of guard in there and let him be a ball handler. And and you can have Bamba and you can have Longino on the backcourt while Hart can be like a point forward. That's what people are not looking at about this. Hart is a point forward. Very intriguing NBA prospect. Um, 
Housing is a very underrated ball handler. So is Longino. That's going to be the thing. Archie Diakono is the second ball handler. With you know, he'll he'll be the guy that goes in there and be the point and be the point guard next to Armstrong because he's a guy that has a lot of experience at doing it. And then there'll be times where they'll put Justin Moore at the point guard position. It's going to be a fun season. So I'm out, y'all. Listen, we out. Follow leader, man. Some everlasting, some everlasting. I can take a freeze and grab a drug. Now it's a different.